Welcome to the Ladies Finance Club podcast. I'm your host, Molly Benjamin, and I am thrilled that you're here with me today to talk all things money. Because let's face it, the world of finance can kind of feel overwhelming, a little bit male, pale, stale. But if you can get on top of your money, and we know you can, it will pay off big time. We're going to be chatting to the best experts in the country about how to build wealth and get on top of your money game so you can become financially fierce. It's easier than you think. Let's go get those dollar dollar bills, y'all. All right, when you get started investing, it can feel overwhelming. So what I've done is put bite-sized interviews together where I speak to just normal ladies like you and me. And I mean that in the nicest way possible. This is normal in a good sense. So women who don't work in finances about their investing journey. So this guest is Ellie Withers, also known as the lady.fire on Instagram. She's a 29-year-old nurse from Newcastle and she made her first investment in 2017. She's here to share about her journey to financial freedom. Thanks so much, Ellie, for joining us. Thanks, Molly. Yeah, started investing a few years ago and now I share finance content on my Instagram page and like to sort of keep the conversation going about investing and planning for our future because I feel like it's something that's brushed over. We're not even taught anything at school. So yeah, just starting that conversation and... Yeah, big time. We are definitely not taught it at school. So when did you actually get started investing? Like when did you make your first investment? Well, my very first investment was in 2017. And I actually invested in some crypto on my brother's advice, which I did quite well out of, but um, didn't really know much about investing. And he was doing it. And I was like, oh, this sounds great. So yeah, bought some Bitcoin. Nice. And since then, how has your kind of like investing journey changed? I was definitely interested in like wanting to earn more money just because I know money is like a tool. So a few years ago, I think it was like 2019, I was yeah, sort of looking at ways to like progress my career, felt like I sort of met the ceiling where I was at. You know, I was a, a clinical nurse specialist, which is quite a specialized in your area, like earning pretty good money. But I was like, what else can I do with this money to help my future? And, you know, I see all these other people driving around beautiful cars and in beautiful houses and not necessarily what I want, but I'm like, how do they do it? Like, how does it work? So yeah, got into like the deep dive of um, Reddit and I think I was on like the FI Australia page and yeah, heard about investing in shares and I was like, oh, I don't really know much. Like I'd heard bits and pieces of my parents investing, but they weren't heaps into it either. And then, yeah, I think I just was like, I need to do something. So I just invested in a few individual shares, so like like some of the big banks, CBA, ANZ, Westpac. I think I bought like nine or so. Yeah, and that was my little dip my toe in. Yeah. And then, yeah, learnt so much more since then. But yeah, that was my first normal investing, I guess. Awesome. And when you kind of were going through that learning journey, what were some of like the helpful tools and resources you came across? Oh, I found it really difficult to begin with, actually. I mean, I think there's a lot more information out there now. But yeah, I think, oh, I mean, I Google things all day, every day. But Google just came up with ads and it was like big financial institutions trying to get you to sign up to like the Motley Fool. It was like all like, you got to sign up to this and we'll give you the answers. I'm like, I'm a bit frugal. I'm, like, I'm not going to spend my money if I don't know if it's, if it's going to work. I don't really know how I got onto it, but it was just a lot of trolling the internet. Reddit was a really good resource for me because I feel like it's, a bit of a free chat and like everyone's a little bit anonymous and it's not so strict rules. Yeah. And so up to that point, would you say the thing that was holding you back was just like knowing about how to actually invest? Yeah. yeah. How to actually do it, what's actually good to invest in, you know, because everyone's like, oh, invest in some shares. And you're like, but what ones? 
Yeah, totally. People are like, buy some ETFs and shares. I'm like, how do I know which one to choose? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know what I heard, but I heard like blue chip and I was like, looked up the top 10 blue chip shares. And that's where I came across all the big banks. And I was like, oh, well, they're the top ones. So I'll just buy some of them. And yeah, then a few years later, I came across some like the FIRE movement, the financial independence, retire early and ETFs changed my life, like made so much more sense. Like let's just buy the whole index and we can get like an average return. You don't have to you know, watch the share market every week. You can just buy a whole bunch. Yeah. And it does the heavy lifting for you, basically. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it was the founder of Vanguard, Jack Bogle, who said, don't try and find the needle in the haystack, just buy the whole haystack. The haystack. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. So, talking about mistakes, have you made any mistakes on the way that you could share that we might be able to learn from? <laughs> Yeah, I think just like when you're starting out, like not knowing about like brokerage costs and like what like influence they have, you know, I didn't even know there was many brokerages to choose from. I thought um, until I came across Comsec, I thought you just had to go through someone to buy shares. Anyway, signed up at Comsec and I think I had about oh, five or 10 grand to invest. And I was like, oh, I don't want to put it all in one share. So like one day I bought like 10 different shares and they're all a bit over a thousand dollars each, I think. So I paid $20 in brokerage for every single one. So I paid like a hundred and something dollars in brokerage. And now I'm like, oh, I probably wouldn't spend that in a year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not a huge mistake, but like I was, I look back on that and I just have a little chuckle. So I'm like, oh, Ellie, that was so naive. Yeah. But I think also there's so many more options that probably weren't out there back in yeah. the day as well. Yeah. And a lot of those platforms now, like there's certain platforms that will offer you like free brokerage on certain stocks and ETFs or yeah, because there are so many different brokers out there, they've had to like the big banks have had to come yeah. down their prices and become more competitive, which is not a bad thing. So I think the point there of like, you know, your fees is a really really important one. So how has your kind of mindset changed since you've kind of been running your page and you've been investing? I think I started my page initially just to sort of share my journey, not in like a selfish way, just to be like, oh, this is what I do. But now I'm more about like not showing exactly what I'm doing, but like to share like how to get the right information. Because I feel like a lot of it is, yeah, just go invest in shares and people are like, but what, where, how? So trying to like break that down, you know, in the most diplomatic way without going against ASIC's guidelines but yeah it's challenging but it's good to have the conversation and I feel like you know showing that a young you know woman youngish young person is um investing is like inspirational to others and yeah yeah it shows that it's achievable it's doable you don't need That's to have exactly like twenty thousand dollars to be an investor not at all yeah so with the FIRE movement, is that something that you are doing? I think the FIRE movement looks different for everyone. But for me, I don't know if I'll completely retire ever, but I, I would love the option too. And like, you know, the I'm more about the work option or, you know, maybe work a couple of days a week, not have to work the, the nine to five for the next 40 years. Just having that control over your time. Yeah. You know, be able to take like a month or two off just because it's summer and you want to enjoy the weather and spend time with family not be like, oh, I have to work up until Christmas Eve or over Christmas and all that. So with that, does that mean that you are just kind of being more frugal in your day-to-day life or you're just kind of being really consistent with your investing? Yeah, I feel like I'm a bit of a combination. I'm all about the journey as well as the destination. And I think if you're focusing too much on the destination, you won't get there. Like you've got to enjoy the journey. You know, I don't try to be like too frugal. I I just sort of prioritize what 
I value. So, you know, expensive handbags don't appeal to me. So I'm not going to go and spend on that. Like I'm going to spend on, you know, like I really like nice jewelry. I like holidays. I like skincare. So I try and focus my money that I want to spend on things that actually bring me joy and, you know, still being social and having a good friendship group. I think there's just ways to do it and you don't have to, like, you don't have to do everything. It's about picking and choosing what you love. Totally. And how do you budget? Are you like a buckets gal? Do you like a spreadsheet? Are you all over the apps? I guess I'm a bit of a buckets. I use the UpBank, which is oh, love. People who use UpBank love UpBank. They're really passionate about it. Yeah. Yeah. So I have like all my sinking funds. So I get paid monthly and it all just goes into my sinking funds. And I've got that to spend for the month. And like, I know like money goes into my investing account, like straight away on payday. So it's looked after like quite early. I don't have to then like think about it. Um, and, you know, if there's no money in the bank account, then you can't do that, that activity. You have to wait until next time or we'll choose a different one. Yeah. I think it's like right there, like actually telling yourself no or telling yourself choose something else, which yeah. a lot of people struggle with. Oh, I need to treat myself. And I'm all about treating yourself, but you can't treat yourself all the time. There needs to be like some sort of sacrifice. Otherwise, you're not going to get ahead. I know. It's like, I had a bad day. I need to treat myself. I had a good day. I need to treat myself. myself. (laughs) Do not need to keep treating ourselves. And what's the best piece of money kind of advice you ever got? Money is a tool. You don't need it just to hold it, like use it to better your life. Or I like using things to like save me time. Like I I don't have a cleaner, but I'd love to get a cleaner. I'd love like to like outsource these activities. I don't really enjoy doing. So I've got more time to do what I love. I can't remember who some sort of fire blogger was saying that they spend money on a cleaner. I was like, oh yes. Yeah. I feel like I've been given the green light. I can do that. Yeah, no, totally. I get a, my sister and I, we live together. We get a cleaner once every fortnight because we just don't want to do it. Yeah. And likewise, I buy like charges. I got this tip from Denise Duffield Thomas and I have like, I always lose my phone charger. So now I have, I just went out and bought like five phone charges and I have one in my car, one in my living room, one in my bedroom, just because I'm like, I'm so sick of looking for charges all the time. Same with glasses. I've got like three pairs of glasses. So I don't have to constantly look for glasses. Yeah. <laughs> so it's those like little conveniences. That's it. Yeah. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast and we oh, can okay. follow your journey at the lady fire on the gram. Yes. Awesome. And we'll be linking that in the show notes. So please go and check Ellie out. Thank you Thanks so much for Ellie. having Molly. Loved it.